Conrad, what year is it? I feel like I'm having deja vu. You're having deja vu in that Michigan just lost again in the college playoffs? Yes, and for our dear listeners who can't stand Conrad and Gee talking about college football in Michigan, congratulations. Our season's you over. There's no more college football talk. Having said that, I do want to call out Mr. Todd Verweer, our big fan of the pod and also a former player for TCU. Congrats, Todd. And some congrats. Congrats and thank you to Ben Sessions for his Georgia Dogs narrowly escaping Ohio State so that we don't have to listen to them talk about how they're going to the national championship. Go Dogs. And now... Nine months free of football talk brought to you by Lunch Hour Legal Marketing. But seriously, though, what are we talking about today, Conrad? All right. Great show, as always, lined up for you. This is our most popular show, typically, the kickoff for the year. We are, of course, starting with the news, as always. We're going into Conrad's crystal ball. Which is not your crystal ball because of your lack of hair, correct? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Follically challenged. Well, you're uh, always down. making the hair joke, so I figured I, you were due for one. I always try and preempt the hair jokes because they always come. And now my my kids know that, so they try and get ahead of me. So I, I was not I did not see your your hair joke coming. Conrad's crystal ball following the news, and we're going into our New Year's resolutions. So we're gonna give you New Year's resolutions for ourselves. We're going to share those. We're going to give you New Year's resolutions that we think you should adopt to market your practice. And finally, we're going to share some resolutions for this Lunch Hour Legal Marketing podcast. New Year, same music. Roll it, Lockwood. Welcome to Lunch Hour Legal Marketing, teaching you how to promote, market, and make fat stacks for your legal practice. Here on Legal Talk Network. Welcome to Lunch Hour Legal Marketing and Happy New Year, everybody. Let's do some news. All right, starting off the news, um, there's lots of layoffs going on. What a terrible way to start 2023. Many of you who spent a lot of time on the socials saw lots and lots of people looking for gigs after Thanksgiving. And that has continued. That is, um, I think Nikki Black did a segment on layoffs in legal tech. There's layoffs in legal, there's layoffs in tech, there's layoffs in legal tech, there's layoffs in digital marketing, right? So very, very strange turnaround from a macroeconomic perspective, which is going to impact all of you, right? Call rail. CallRail dropped, we, we kind of foreshadowed this before, but I believe it was yesterday, CallRail dropped their 2023 marketing outlook for law firms. This is a great way for you to A, get in their database if you'd like it, and B, get some really interesting tidbits coming out of CallRail. The one piece, we may do more on this later, but the one thing that I found fascinating, Gee, 36% of law firms are still manually report tracking metrics with Excel. Um, and you found that you? fascinating because they use Excel <laughs> versus like a pen yeah. and paper? Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. The 2023 New Year's Cynicism brought to you by Guy at, uh, I think we're three minutes into the recording. It's my All New right. Year's resolution. Be more cynical on the show. <laughs> wow. Okay. And uh, what's going on with Tech Show, Guy? 
Tech Show. Well, I am uh, grateful that I had the opportunity to publish in Law Practice Magazine's January issue. Check out my reminiscences of my first ABA Tech Show. So I was getting nostalgic. And uh, please do come to Tech Show. Registration's open. And I hope to see you there in Chicago in March. Conrad and Gee in real time. Let's take a quick break. Smart firms use CallRail to track where every lead comes from. PPC, LSA, organic search, or even offline ads. CallRail tells you which channels drive your best leads. CallRail even integrates with your favorite CRM or practice management tools to help manage your leads and see the ROI on your marketing investments. Know exactly which marketing tools work. Plans start at 45 bucks a month. We recommend CallRail to every single one of our clients. Go to callrail.com slash lunch hour now and try it for free. Learn by doing with Practicing Law Institute's award-winning on-demand interactive programs. Developed by experts in learning design, these immersive programs incorporate the latest in research-based instructional design and technology allowing you to try out concepts, challenge yourself, and grow your skills using real-world scenarios. With programs focusing on professional development, client-facing skills, and law practice management, you can earn CLE while you learn. Launch now at pli.edu interactive or download PLI's mobile app. As important for all prognosticators, we want to go back, look back to the past when we prognosticated about what was going to happen in 2022. Basically, how did we do? Okay, the first thing, and I'm going to read this verbatim from the show. Guy and I both listened to last year's prognostication show, and I'm going to read verbatim some content that he and I both wrote down to highlight during this show which was my conversation around a myriad exogenous macroeconomic factors that are really going to impact the economy as a whole. All right. It's your MBA showing. That is my MBA as well as studying for the SAT vocab section with my son coming into Lunch Hour Legal Marketing. No, so the things we talked about was a a pre-election cycle gong show, right? So the, the craziness of the election cycle impacting things. Inflation. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, well, hold go. on. Before we move on to that, I Great. listened to a Case Peer webinar with Glenn Lerner, who's a prominent national uh, PI brand at this point, one of the largest in the country. And you know, one of the things that, you know, it's it was intuitive for him, but people don't realize, especially if you're like a TV or radio buyer, the election cycle pushes out a lot of the other advertising opportunities. And so that was an interesting one that I think that, again, we're, we'll see what uh, 2023 brings uh, politically, but it's something to be mindful of, you know, and we talk about this with people that do media buys all the time, is you've got to be mindful about what's going on in the world, especially as it relates to politics, especially when it comes to local offline TV, radio, media buys, because politics will push it out. Yeah. I mean, the the fluidity of your advertising spend becomes massively, massively important when you have these major cycles, right? And this, it, there's all the, again, exogenous variables having an impact on the legal marketing world. That is an obvious one. Other thing that we, we got right was inflation. 
right? We talked about inflation being a big deal this year. And during the year, you know, Guy, we talked about lawyers failing to adjust their prices, which essentially means you are discounting your services because you are not adjusting for inflation. I think we talked about that towards the end of the year. If you have not adjusted your prices by now for 2023, it's kind of like your last option to do it, right? So do it now or otherwise it just looks weird. That kind of year cycle turnover, great time to adjust pricing. We also talked about interest rates, uh, which we got correct. And COVID, we were kind of wrong on this. We didn't really know what was going to happen with COVID. It seems to have taken a bit of a, it, it's kind of faded somewhat into the background. Yeah, I think uh, we were, you know, you know, again, still very uncertain times and uh, very grateful that we haven't experienced some of the uh, surging that went on early on, you know, particularly as when there were lockdowns and people weren't driving, we know that we talked about how that had a major impact on motor vehicle accident lawyers. So far, so good. And hopefully, knock on my fake wood table, that uh, that we don't see a surge in 23. Okay, Guy, you had two predictions, specifically one around bankruptcy. How did that turn out? Well, I said boom, and there wasn't really a boom, but there was a little uptick. I think it's 6 or 7% uh, bankruptcy filing increases. So... Uh, Maybe not right, but not wrong. And the other one that you got really right was big firms moving into new markets. What were we talking about here and what happened? We're going to see more of this. This is the, it's the same thing that's going on in other sectors. We talk about in the legal tech sector. These firms, they've got to be growing. And so how do you grow when you're the market leader in your saturated market? You find a new market. And we're seeing that across the board. You go search for... Uh, lawyer, you'll see Google business profiles. It's become a big thing. You can see it in the billboard game. That's a sign of things to come. And I, it's very interesting that a lot of these big firms who are mentoring other firms in those markets, they're coming to eat your lunch, folks. So get ready for them. Because they're so well run as a business, right? And I think that's been a major shift this year is it's maybe not. Actually, I think it was an explosion this year of the lawyer turned CEO. And I, we've seen this over and over and over again. All right. Looking forward, man, we're going to give three predictions each. Crystal ball time. Crystal ball. Let's hear it. That's what, the, that's what you're here for. Ooh. Is that what crystal ball right. sounds like? It is. I'm, I'm gently touching the crystal ball, looking into the future. Rode that and crystal ball. What I'm looking at here, Guy, is... I believe you're going to see a lot of in-house technical marketing being added to law firms in 2023. We are seeing this more and more, and I think it actually combines. Now is a great time to do this. Guy and I don't want you to do this because we want you to spend that salary on people like us. Oh, contraire. I oh, you want do. you. I want you to have. Hold on. About let, let, me, let me be really clear what Guy means. Guy would like you to have a competent in-house legal marketing person to work with. And that, I think, is part of the challenge. I think that is the thing that's hard to get right all the time. The incompetent ones make our lives a nightmare, right? Um, yeah. But working with an agency, working with someone in-house, we, we actually do our best work for those firms. I agree with you. I think there is a often a miss in who is hired. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, I think that's there's a lot of truth to that. But yeah, I was just recently we talk about this all the time. I know you deal with this all the time too. Is like, do I do it in house? Do I do it myself? Do I hire an agency? Obviously, we're super biased. But 
The answer is it's a little mix of both, and not everybody's mix is the same. But I'll tell you, there is a huge advantage, especially from a, in my opinion, content development standpoint, to having someone in the office that knows the firm, knows what's going on, knows what cases are in play, knows what issues the firm's dealing with, because that all creates valuable content for the firm. And I will, I'll take that one step further on that content side. A localized person who can build out localized content that is not specific to the top 10 things you should do after you're hit by a semi-truck, that is something that agencies really will struggle to do. What else do you see in the future, Guy? What do I see in the future? Speaking of this, is, I guess it was, oh yes, I got to get my ball going here. Looking in. I see more video, um, which is kind of a dovetail off what we were just talking about. But, you know, social is huge. It's eating a lot of other channels and video content on social. That's the game. You know, you can do some images. There's obviously some text posts and things like that. But short form video on LinkedIn for professional networking. Obviously, we've talked about TikTok. I think we're going to see a lot more of that. And I think we're going to start seeing that that's the content that's producing engagement, that's producing, you know, it's building brand, that's generating demand, right? So I expect to see more video. Okay, let me go back to mine. It was interesting that you talked about more video from a content perspective, diversifying content mediums. I think we're also going to see a diversification in advertising. It was interesting. There was a study that just hit the waves. Google is now less than 50%, for the first time in a very long time, less than 50% of advertising online spend is done through Google. Right. And interesting, I mentioned the CallRail study. Interestingly, not surprising to me, 97% of law firms said pay per click is too expensive. Right. So it's an expensive channel. And so I see a diversification of advertising venues beyond the Google. Right. And I don't necessarily see this moving back to the the pre-Google things of, you know, massive ad spends on, for example, directories, which are struggling with changes in the SERPs to keep their traffic numbers where they used to be. And so I think there is going to be a lot of diversification from an advertising perspective. And, and some of that diversification, some of that spend can be pushing that video content out there, right? So it's not just hitting the people that you know, it's hitting people that you want to know. Back to you. I'm handing the ball back to you, Mr. Tsakalakis. Looking deep into it, what do I see? I see more community fragmentation. So wow. goes back to the social stuff. You know, the open feed, whether it's the fire hose on Twitter or whatever you call what's on Facebook or what's going on on Mastodon, there's more fragmentation in the communities. So think private Facebook groups. You know, we've talked about Maximum Lawyer a lot. They've got a great private community. There are private communities that I'm a member of on Slack. I'm starting to see more of that. And those are growing even beyond just like the B2B referral stuff. You know, we've talked about Levinson and Stephanie and Chicagoland food private groups. You're seeing more of that because we're entering this phase of social where people want the filter. They don't want the raw feed. They want to connect more intimately, as intimately as you can be on social media. But I'm seeing more private community fragmentation. Okay, I like this. There's some good MBA words in here. 
I, I, I don't even have an MBA, so I must, you must be rubbing off on me. You're, 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 you you kind of do. You, by the, <laughs> having owned a business for as long as you have owned a business, yeah. you now have an MBA. It's Baptism an honorary by fire. degree from the Ross right. University School of Management. Right. All right. Looking back to my crystal ball, I am seeing a woman. I'm seeing my conversations with Jennifer Gore Cuthbert in the future. And the reason I, I call Jennifer out, uh, I've gotten to know her over 2022. And when we were first talking, a lot of our conversations were around Google and focusing on Google. And, and her mindset has very much shifted. Uh, this, if you are a fan of reading, read Blue Ocean Strategies. It's talking about moving away from the fight that everyone else is fighting and finding new opportunities. I see opportunities. You know, Jennifer, we talked about this in a previous segment very recently about law firms becoming media companies. Jen, and, we, and we just talked about video content. I think that's very real. You've heard me talk in 2022 about dark social. That is going to continue to be a big opportunity as a non-Google marketing opportunity. And you mentioned this a little bit building brand, I think there is a massive opportunity in 2023 and beyond to build affinity for the brand, not just awareness of the brand, but to build affinity for the brand. And I would love to see more and more law firms moving beyond that kind of, I don't want to say hated, but like there's a distrust among, among the general populace about lawyers. And there are many, there are many firms who are flipping that narrative on its head and actually creating not just awareness, but affinity for the brand by doing more for their community. And so I like this kind of, what are the things that we're doing that no one else is doing? Because there's a lot of opportunity there. And my conversations with Jennifer have really reflected that. Okay, last one. Hit me. More personalization. And when I say that, you know, we say everything's personalization, personalized ads, yada, yada, yada. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about delivering experiences to both potential clients and former clients that are custom to their particular experience, for lack of a better word, situation. And what it requires is a unification of your client data with your marketing approach. And so you might send an email, you know, the simplest version is like email segmentation, right? You send an email that's specific to somebody that had some kind of uh, experience with your firm, but it goes beyond that. There's a data infrastructure change that has to happen because in order to actually deliver a more customized experience, you have to have some more data points to be able to actually know how they found you and and, and what their experience was working with you throughout the process. I, you're already starting to see that more. They talk about it with you know client satisfaction, feedback surveys, and uh, messaging that comes out following those kind of surveys. But I think you're going to see a lot that's going to be coming into legal and professional services more generally. You know, e-commerce has always done this, right? They give you a customized experience based on prior buying habits, things you've clicked on on their site. I think you're going to start to see that more in the professional services category. I love this. I, I'm I'm frantically walking through Facebook to try and find the example here and I'm failing to find it in real time. So I'll, I'll stop trying, but our friend, we, we talked maybe too much about Rookie Tajani, but she posted recently about how her firm, you will get things that are very personal to you, like completely out of the blue. 
that have nothing to do with your case or your matter, but like it's something that you're interested in. And they really look for that and delivering those like really personal gifts. I and I'll use I'll use Tech Show as an example. I remember I did a talk at the most previous tech show, and it was followed up by a not just a it was a handwritten thank you card. And it included a gift certificate to Dunkin' Donuts because my co-presenter and I had been talking about how much I love Dunkin' Donuts. And the worst thing about I love living in Seattle, no Dunkin' Donuts in Seattle. I can find a Dunkin' Donuts in almost any airport except Seattle. And I know where they all are. And so she sent me a, a thank you along with that Dunkin' Donuts card, which was And it cool. sticks with I, you, right? It's, it's, that's so, I'll never forget that. Right. I will never powerful forget stuff. that. stuff. More powerful right. than 10,000 ad impressions. Yeah. I like, I like seeing this stuff. You know what we I, I I think I shared this before for our holiday gifts we did customized stationery thank you cards for each of our clients so we put their logo on stationery and a thank you and their name within the thank you card but like it was that one on one as opposed to sending you know a coffee cup with mockingbird logo on it which they already have for free which they already have <laughs> and and it's probably just going to go to your spouse right and quickly forgotten all right so that is the future. I think now is the time to take a break. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about our New Year's resolutions for ourselves, for you, dear listener, and for the show overall. Listeners, please do remember to check our YouTube channel out, our now TikTok channel, as well as subscribe to us on your favorite podcast, Subscribing Mechanism. We appreciate you, and if you're enjoying Lunch Hour Legal Marketing, please do leave us a review. Hope to hear from you. All right, it's 2023. Conrad, what do you think about New Year's resolutions? You got New Year's resolutions? I think New Year's resolutions are super important. You know, this is the time, especially for a business, this is, you can call it a New Year's resolution or you can call it a strategic annual plan, but knowing where you want to go it's great. It's great for businesses. It's great for you personally. I think they're great. I really do like New Year's resolutions. And I actually write mine down and keep them in my wallet and I replace it every year. Well, I'm inspired. Um, I was. I came in as I promised to be a little more cynical this year. And I was a little cynical on the whole resolutions thing. I like to think of it more as habit forming, but certainly reflecting and planning. Very, very important. But for the sake of this episode, let's talk resolutions. Conrad, do you have any personal New Year's resolutions? Yeah, this is a middle-aged man New Year's resolution number one. I'm going to do one needed project on my house a month. And it goes for everything from replacing drywall to, you know, my greenhouse needs a new floor. And I'm going to do those things. So, but one a month, right? And so it's manageable. And I've got a list of 12 things that I need to do to my house over the next year sitting in my wallet. And that's going to happen. That is ambitious. How is that for mundane? <laughs> well, mine's even more mundane because Go, I feel like me. this is one of those resolutions that just floats around the internet. My, I'm trying to do a book a week. 52 books in 23. You know, and this goes to the point about resolutions. I had this resolution last year. I came up short, but, you know, now I want to get closer. So I think I was in the... I finished with like 20 some books last year. So about half. So double up, put it on the board, 52 books, book a week and check in. And by the way, listeners, if you have resolutions, hashtag LHL owns. We'd love to hear your resolutions for the year. Love Conrad, it. what other resolutions do you have for our listeners? Okay. So in our show notes, we've added, we, we, we wanted to make this tactical for you. And so we have made one 
New Year's resolution on behalf of our listeners. This is basically us telling you what we think your New Year's resolution should be for 2023. I think you should, and this goes thematically into everything that we've talked about during this show. I think you should commit to and explore and evaluate one non-Google marketing channel for your firm throughout the entire year, right? So it's not a flash in the pan. It's not we're going to look at this for six weeks and see how it works. I am going to commit to doing something outside of the typical spend more money on pay-per-click or fight the SEO wars or fake my locations on Google My Business, something outside of those boxes to market your firm. And I want you to commit to it for a year because it's most of the things where there's opportunity, it takes a year, right? And so I'm imploring you, beseeching you, requesting, recommending that you try something like that. Guy, what about yourself? What do you think uh, listeners should be doing? Well, same theme. I gave mine away earlier as well, but I'm going to suggest that you do one short video on social media per day. Just short. One a day. You can batch it, right? You want to do an hour of recording and dice them up so that you're releasing one a day. I think that can work. But one social media post per day. Pick your favorite social media platform if you only want to do one. Uh, otherwise, I would think LinkedIn. I'm still on the fence about this going all in on TikTok because of some of the uh, privacy stuff. But one social media post a day, real short. Share something you learned. Make a connection with somebody. Share something that you're doing at your practice. I can't tell you how valuable it is in terms of keeping staying top of mind, building demand for your services and driving engagement. And you'll see, it takes time. As Conrad mentioned, some of this stuff too, it does take a little time. But if you do it, if you're consistent with it, you'll start to see it grow. 2023 might be the year of flywheel marketing, where hmm. you guys got to get, how's that for a nice title for this show? Let me ask a question, a clarifying question. You talked about posting one a day. Could that also include commenting, connecting with, or reaching out to someone? Or is is it the post side of this? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I agree. So definitely, you should be. In fact, you should be commenting and engaging more than you're actually posting. But I think there's a reticence to there. It's to me again. It goes back to the same thing. It's the habit. Get in the habit of having something going out once a day, because you get busy. You're in trial. You're in court. You've got a million other things. You, you know, you some of you are raising kids and trying to run a law firm and a million other things. Have finding time for yourself. Commit to one thing a day. And if you're going to prioritize something, I say short form social video. You don't have to write a blog post. You don't have to do some kind of fancy uh, automation. One short video post a day. Top of mind awareness, engagement, affinity. No better way to drive affinity than through video. And it, it takes some practice and it's going to take some time, but that's what I would start. Those are the seeds I'd be planting if you haven't done so already. Okay. And Conrad. Yeah. What are your resolutions for Lunch Hour Legal Marketing in 23? I would like, and this is, a, this is a deliberately fuzzy goal for the podcast. I would like to see us increase the frequency of our content. And as we were talking about this prior to the show, we could move from a once every other week to once a week. That's certainly a way to do that as a podcast. But we've also already taken steps to increase the frequency with which content is published by moving beyond the podcast format, right? And so more stuff coming out of us on YouTube, TikTok, wherever else that may work for us. 
and it thematically goes to everything that I've been talking about for lawyers, right? So building content, repurposing it, um, reformatting it. I think there's an opportunity for us to increase frequency for the show, not just by going from a twice a month to four times a month, but to actually change it up so we're publishing out on more different platforms, right? And it's it's the same thing we've been telling you guys to do for your law firm for the podcast. I like yours better than mine. Why? I went with the yours is a better bo- better boring. Goal. You have a smarter podcast goal. stat metric which is subscriber growth. I'm very grateful to all of our listeners and subscribers. We grew the show by 13% this year. Let's go for 20% in 23. We should go for 23%. 23% in 23. Wow. I like where you're going with that. There it is. On the board. You can hold us accountable. If we don't do that, you can hashtag us that we failed. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) goody. More cynicism. Brought to you by Guy Taklakis. Yes. Well... Happy New Year, Conrad. Happy New Year, listeners. We really do appreciate you. If you just landed on this out of the blue or saw us on YouTube, please do subscribe and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, prosperous 2023. Until next time, Conrad and Geek for Lunch Hour Legal Marketing. Thank you for listening to Lunch Hour Legal Marketing. If you'd like more information about what you heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts and RSS. Follow Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Mr. Lockwood, I need a break. I'm sorry. I got it. My dogs are going bonkers. I apologize. I wouldn't have had let them out, but... Uh... Give me one second. Sorry. Ruka, leave it. Great outtake clip here. I apologize. That sucked. It's I normally have the dogs inside when we record, but they've had what this are explosive your dogs diarrhea. Names? I have Ruka and Basil. And they both have explosive diarrhea? Yeah, it's awesome. If you're a lawyer running a solo or small firm and you're looking for other lawyers to talk through issues you're currently facing in your practice, Join the Unbillable Hours Community Roundtable, a free virtual event on the third Thursday of every month. Lawyers from all over the country come together and meet with me, lawyer and law firm management consultant Christopher T. Anderson, to discuss best practices on topics such as marketing, client acquisition, hiring and firing, and time management. The conversation is free to join, but requires a simple reservation. The link to RSVP can be found on the unbillable hour page at LegalTalkNetwork.com. We'll see you there.